No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everybody? It's episode 95 of No, Sir, I Don't Like It. I'm Carmen Morales. I'm your host, and with me, as always, the very funny Brian Vokey. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> happy New Year, Brian. Hey, Happy New Year, 2019. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I didn't hate 2018. It feels like... Uh, Felt like there was a lot of pressure. There's always a pressure uh, through social media every year to shit on the year that just happened. That's how you get likes and stuff. Uh, but I, I didn't hate Bye, last year. Bye, 2018. Yeah, 2018 fucking sucked. And they're like, whoa, like. But then again, like I posted a pretty positive 2018 thing, and, and people. Yeah, but that was full of, like you know name drops and like stats and shit. So of course people are <laughs> like that because they can't argue. Yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. argue with that. They have to like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either that or they're not supportive. I don't know if I liked it. I don't care. You're not even on social media anymore, so what does it matter? I'm on Instagram. Follow me at Brian J. Vokey. <laughs> Great content. Great content. I reenacted all the Kevin Spacey. Uh, <laughs> I actually had a pretty fire run of content when I went to the, I went to this museum and I was real high and then there was a dinosaur exhibit and then I just kept making these dinosaurs like fight and... I missed all that. I don't remember the it dinosaurs. It was so song. fun, dude. Everybody doing that dinosaur. <laughs> oh, I didn't even play that song. That would have been a great one. That's why you need me right there. A little T-Rex, too. I Get did two on, of them. There were two, two dinosaurs that had to have the hard heads that were headbutting. And I was like, that's two, that's two people arguing on Facebook mm-hmm. about politics. And I did Everybody was kung fu fighting. Was it those uh, dinosaurs that were head fighting? Were they the ones that looked like uh, Jeff, the dude from the Jeffersons? Like, that had the yes. really bald top? Super bald uh, is top. that those dinosaurs looked like the moving up on up guy (laughs) (laughs) moving on up that guy yeah (laughs) i used to have a toy dinosaur that i would sing that with when i was a little kid (laughs) the dinosaur i'd walk around go moving on up to the volcano west west side (laughs) i don't remember where they moved i think good for the jeffersons getting out of a bad situation right good for them pulling themselves up by the bootstraps (laughs) really appreciate that you know, I don't know why they complain so much. It seems like it can, they can get out. 80 sitcom actors, I mean. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Don't jump to conclusions. Jeez. Seriously. This podcast is brought to you by Brondell. Make sure you go to brondell.com. Get yourself a bidet toilet seat cover and put in the promo code no sir i'm gonna have to clarify what that means it's a it's an attachment to your toilet see it's a bidet that you can use uh that just attaches right to the top of your toilet so you take off your regular old seat and then you put this one on and it just screws in you just it It takes 10 minutes yeah it has like a a t a t uh pvc t attachment a t fitting fitting i think that's what it is Mm -hmm, and then you just take the hose whoop it goes right into your water source. Easy peasy. There's tons of YouTube tutorials on how to do it. I got to tell you, I came home from uh, being out of town for a minute there, and I uh, first shit I took at my house, I wiped. And I was halfway through wiping, and I was like, what? Wait, what am I doing? I'm better what than this. What am I, a peasant? Yeah. What Get a, the fuck out of here. What am I, at my trash father's shack? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm at Chateau Le Brian, where the ass gets cleaned. I bought my parents one. I know I said it on the podcast, but I bought it for him. And, and like, my dad has always wanted a bidet. Like, he tried when they were remodeling. And I had no idea about this, by the way. And uh, when I found out when they were remodeling their their bathroom, he wanted to be able to have, like, a set, like, European style, where you have a toilet and a proper bidet to rinse your ass out. Right. But there just wasn't enough room. So now my dad will have. It probably reminds him of, like, sitting on the inner tube that he floated to America he came and here on a plane, you fucking did he? asshole. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> Is that every time the water blows up my ass? It I just like- think I'm riding a sea turtle again. <laughs> it brings me back. It reminds me of monster truck tire I came here on. <laughs> Tire the monster truck. You know what that actually works, but they do is they put styrof they stuff the tire with styrofoam. They cover the bottom with like a piece of wood or something to make it the same size and they tap it in there so it's tight and they use it as a raft. Sure, I bet they do. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of places in like the in the keys that have like people came here on this <laughs> like in, in a, it's like a museum of <laughs> how uh, Cubans stowed away to the keys. I just love picturing some guy with like a Big Mac pickle hanging in the corner of his mouth, being like, 
they don't belong here. <laughs> just like some guy who's not taking advantage of anything right. that is available to you in this country, but for some reason he doesn't want other people here. I don't. I feel like it's like when uh, when fucking like open micers get jealous of people who are trying. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Where like, they don't make any effort other than yeah, going yeah. to the same four open mics a week, and then they're pissed off that their friend who actually like writes six hours a day and makes yeah, an effort yeah. <laughs> and is out hanging out and doing all the fucking social work and all that right. shit. And now they're like, "Fuck that guy." Yeah, why is it, why who he doesn't belong here? Yeah, he's not me. Yeah, no, he belongs in a better place. Hence his work <laughs> ethic. Yeah, the Cubans did all right. I feel like when they got here, like as a as. A group of people they did they did okay yeah they did they're not well i mean they're also usually republican they're always oh usually, sure well because it's mostly the white ones who came over i mean the initial wave of cubans like after castro were the ones who didn't like communism who are wealthy capitalist white cubans who were like <laughs> fuck sharing my wealth i'm gonna go to this other place where i can still be a rich white guy <laughs> Well, and I mean, a lot of people still left after that when, you know, everything crumbled. But that was like the first wave. Yeah. They were all like Desi Arnaz motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. See, like my grandmother, she came she came over here to work because she couldn't make money there anymore. And there just wasn't like, there just wasn't work for her. So like, and she was like a seamstress. My great grandmother was a seamstress and she was married to the brother of a really like decently level priest over there. Priests can get married over there? No, no. A priest's brother. Oh, 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 the priest brother. She married the priest brother, and they had like a little store that they used to run up. But then, like all of the supplies dried up, so then the store fell, and my grandmother mm. had, couldn't find work, and blah blah blah. So then she came over here with my dad. And now you are here in America. <laughs> I like to Chiquita, live in America. Chiquita banana. <laughs> Chiquita banana. Oh, I'm living in America. I get that. Whenever That's I start, not even her, by the way. When I start singing that song, I get into that song that Apollo Creed died in Rocky. That James, You know the James Brown song in Rocky too. The... Living in America. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I think every time. And then I get in my head, I start going into Weird Al's version of that, which was like living with back pain or something. <laughs> I don't think I know like, that Weird Al song. I feel bad. <laughs> living with a hernia. Oh, that's, that's what it was. Is. Living with a hernia. <laughs> so I went from West Side Story to Rocky to Weird Al in this time it takes a Tesla to get to 60. <laughs> oh, um, speaking of uh, Hispanics, mm-hmm. did you happen to hear the Louis bootleg? I uh, haven't finished all of it. You haven't finished all I of it? I haven't finished it. Just it just gets better and better. Really? Um, there's a lot, I know there's a lot of people yelling about it. Yeah, they're very upset. I, I have a few thoughts on it, and I figure, you know what? Why not be timely? Mm-hmm. And it's things I don't like, sure. so it's thematically appropriate. But a few things. One is I don't like that the bootleg exists for sure. And I, I, I had this same point, and then I saw that Stanhope tweeted uh, it, and I was Stan like, Hope, God yeah. damn it, yeah. And I was like, God damn it. Well, um, you know why he got involved is because everybody was accusing Louis of stealing a joke from him. Yeah, which mm. it's not even the same. I also was. It was also this. It was a callback to the whole the Pablo stuff. Like when we talked about the Pablo footage and shit like that. Like that mm-hmm. should have never been released. And now this is out, and it should have never been released either. Because again, this is also like he's being ridiculed for stuff that isn't even polished. You know, this is like yeah, this is like course. a set he's only done a few times. Yeah, and it's still. It- <laughs> You know what? The, you know what's great about this podcast is I can say things. I say things. For some reason, it's like an imaginary world when we talk. Yeah, we're in this a bubble. Podcast. We're in a bubble. <laughs> we've like, created our own instead of like a, like how Los Angeles is a bubble. We've created right. our, our our. This is our safe space. Yeah, I can say whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Where I won't even put this shit in writing. But one of the things. But I, I think thought, it's also because our listeners know what the fuck like. They're not going to accuse us of being alt right because we <laughs> yeah. we think a joke of Louis is good or whatever the uh, fuck. Yeah, well, I'm already am basically being accused of that anyway, which is insane. Yeah, um, listening to him do comedy just made the year of 2018, which I enjoyed, but not so much with popular comedy. 
Like the people we had to pretend were funny in the absence of Louie <laughs> were s- they looked so bad so quick. You like watching him run a set for possibly the second time ever mm-hmm. and it's a billion times better than these polished specials. I'm not going to name names cuz I don't want to get into that, but I'm sure you guys can guess some of the people I'm talking about that we sure. highly critically acclaimed. I'll name one because he's a legend like tambourine watching chris rock's tambourine because chris rock is one of my favorite comedians ever but listening to a raw fucking beaten down cornered no future louis versus a yacht riding mediterranean white pants wearing (laughs) fucking millionaire kid chris rock special to be honest with you i think that with accusations and his apology and his the repercussions of all of that i do want to say i don't think he's ever said i'm sorry that letter keeps getting called an apology, <laughs> and I don't think it's actually an apology. I think it's a uh, explanation, which is fine. He doesn't owe me an apology. He owns he owes those girls they did that to. An but apology. even in the article, it says that he had tried to apologize. To yeah, them that's the way. That, that's part of the way they paint him shittily. Is they're saying he had a shitty apology? But I think he was. I, I th- he's smarter than most of us. And I think what he was doing was he was saying that this is true and this is what happened. And I don't think he really apologized to people because I think he was like, and I, I don't know. But in my mind, I took it as I don't owe you, the public, an apology. I owe the people that I affected an apology. So I think it was very purposely. But even in the original New the York word Times, sorry article, isn't in it once, right? What I'm saying is, in the even in the original New York Times article, in the stories themselves, it, it has him trying to apologize to people, individuals. He, remember, because no, one no, of them, he one says of them, he, he apologized he tra- to him. He didn't. He didn't. He says he apologized to them, which is different. Because then it's not a public apology when you like. If I said to the world, if I did something wrong to you, and I told the world, yeah, and I apologized to her, a public apology would be like, I apologize for my behavior. But he didn't do that, if I remember correctly. But it doesn't matter. I, I just think it's interesting because people keep talking about how shitty his apology, because he can't win right now. He, people are, it's insane how obsessed people are with Meanwhile, him. Meanwhile, fucking Weinstein, a guy who actually raped people, it got off and nobody's said a fucking thing about it. Weinstein's story is like completely buried. Yeah. Like it's it's wild. And I guess maybe it's because Louis' job is in the front of house and sure. Harvey's is in the back of house, I guess. Um, also, Weinstein was never beloved. But the thing that bothered me, well, first of all, one the top YouTube comment uh, when I listened to the, it's probably not anymore, when I listened to the bootleg was, and it had like, a thousand likes in a day mm-hmm. was somebody wrote wow dot 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 it's so weird to hear actual comedy oh my god <laughs> nobody's doing it anymore right <laughs> it, what i loved about it though what i loved about it or what i didn't like about what people were, were saying about it was that they were saying that he's pandering to the alt-right now but yeah that was the thing that that i heard that i thought was strange when it was really just because he's being challenging not this He's, is nothing he wouldn't have always done. Like that was, besides that was the ar- I heard the argument that it, it was, that this, this isn't something that he would do, that this is like, then they it's haven't normally- listened to shameless. They haven't listened to chewed up. There's absolutely no way he would have ever done that. That mm-hmm. Parkland shooting is clap. That bit about the Parkland shooting mm-hmm. is classic Louie because he's using the stakes of a school shooting to show you how, insecure he is about getting older the joke the butt of the joke is him the butt of the joke isn't the shooting right where he's telling the kid fuck you you survive a school shooting so i have to listen to you you're still a fucking child he goes how about all the other people who died you know who weren't in a high school nobody cares because they were old you know he's like i want people to care when i die but i'm 50 so everybody's gonna be like yeah whatever or whatever the point of the bit is that he feels old and that nobody gives a shit that he's when he dies because he's supposed to die because yeah. he's old but nobody that's what you do in comedy you take when you the joke isn't it, the people think he's being so selfish and, and, and insensitive, but he's calling himself out in those jokes. I have a million jokes like that where you take something insane as stakes, mm-hmm. but the real butt of the joke, like I'll paint myself as being super cocky, you sure. know, 
But the point is, like, it's funny how this person in this position would be cocky. That's the joke. But people are like, God, he's such a fucking cocky asshole. You know? And right. Like, and but then people are like, oh, I love that he's being cocky about pine nuts right now. This yeah, guy's yeah. being a dick about fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you, yeah, you, he uses, the. it's like that Eric Clapton baby thing he said on the radio that was a big scandal and a lot of people are forgetting about when he t- was talking about sarah palin's retard making cunt do uh-huh. you remember that yeah, one yep i mean the guy has always been like this i don't know where the the image of louis came into people's minds and that became a separate ent- entity from the real Louis, which is what they did to Martin Luther King, too, where, like, Martin Luther King was a fucking communist who wanted to dis- dismantle capitalism. Yeah. And the United States government reduced him just to a I have a dream speech, and then he became this thing, and now and now that's all he is, where it's like y- these people, they become mythology, and then you lose, the det- you detach them from who they really well, are. Well, they, become, they can be- become less a rounded human being. They just become one part. It's one, they, they pick out one part of a person's personality and then they exalt that and that's that's all they become yeah you know what i mean and also what is with people saying they unearth shit when they just look at an old massively available video you know like the n-word thing with chris rock yeah where it's like they say the, the the headline of the first article that made that into the public consciousness again was unearthed video. <laughs> I was like, oh, you mean the TV show that was produced by Ricky Gervais? Was it expunged? That was did on you, HBO to- that I've watched a hundred times. Yeah. We all, everybody I know, you could go up to him and sing, sitting on a cock cause I'm gay. Yeah. Because everybody fucking saw that. Yeah. And then when is Louis saying the N-word surprising? God forbid these people go listen to him he on opened- Owen. A special with it he opened a fucking special with it he opened like three specials with it. he said it on the comedy store special which is only two specials ago he says it on almost every special go back if you really want to have your feelings hurt go back and listen to him on ONA it's by the way if you're also if you like funny stuff it's like him mid-divorce just not giving a fuck kind of where he's at right now well that's kind of like that's where he was when all that stuff was going down because if you look at if you read in the article all of those uh, all of those like instances with those ladies all happened around the around the same time. Right, and I also I don't mind people hating him. That's fine, and you're allowed to say whatever you want. But like, why are you surprised that he's just being himself? You never, you are obviously never a fan of him. If this new stuff is shocking to you, or yeah, or that you're saying that it's unearthed. Like, <laughs> well, that's just retarded. Did you dig it up? Retarded. That was is, it in a time capsule. Did you yeah. not know how things were in the past? Dude, things are getting so out of control that Twitter for a minute there, they were they were making Jerry Seinfeld uh, the hero of that situation. With the, basically, they were saying Jerry Seinfeld was more progressive about race issues than Chris Rock, a person who's experienced. What? A light. Yes, because Jerry Seinfeld said to Louis, said, well, you were able to find the humor in that word. I'm not, and I, nor do I seek it, which is a very funny line yeah. on him, why he doesn't say. But that's because Jerry Seinfeld is a clean comic. It's not because he thinks he's better than Louis for saying that word. Right. It's just that's not his wheelhouse. And so everybody's saying, why did Jerry have to stand up and Chris Rock didn't? You know, basically a bunch of white people calling Chris Rock a self-hating black man for letting his friend, who he's known for 30 years, say that word to him. Everybody is so fucking insane. I also saw an article today that that uh, some magazine put out that said 13 great classic Seinfeld bits that are actually super offensive. And one of them was saying the soup Nazi bit is offensive now because it's offensive to call somebody a Nazi if they're not really a Nazi. What? I don't know. It's insane. The world is losing its fucking mind. There is no hope. I was telling you off mic that I have people, and I like you could not be lower in comedy than I am right now. You can't be lower because if you're lower than me, then you're not a comedian. Like I'm as right. low as you can be with mm-hmm. being a comedian. And I have people screenshotting my tweets, spreading like trying to like harass me, and like telling people that i'm like an alt-right i don't know just because like i i don't i i said a joke about how i saw on the day of the tsunami in malaysia i saw more news articles and i get, i understand the fault in my logic is that news 
with algorithms is catered to you. Sure. I get that. But that doesn't make it not a joke when I said that 373 people died today in Malaysia, but more importantly, Louis said a bad word 11 years ago. Because it's I saw still a funny joke because it's still you're still the outrage is way more for Louis than it is for those fucking dead people in Malaysia. Right. And then that's the joke of it. And then Jamel Hill, who's a controversial black woman who used to work for ESPN. Uh, she sent this tweet out about how Chris Rock should have gotten or he should have punched Louie or something for saying the N word to him in that talking funny thing and so i just wrote this thing where i said uh i know whenever i'm looking for an opinion on funny or comedy in general i always look to jamel hill and i was like but also the other day i clogged my toilet and called the architect so what do i know yeah i just said that and then this guy flipped out oh my god and it, and it, and he's not the only one but it's just this guy is some loser who I've met twice 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then another person who, like, the only reason we're friends, really friends in quotations, is because a mutual friend of ours died. And whatever. It's right. like these people who are so tangential to your life, but they think they know you, or they saw you do comedy once, or you had a conversation. People attach themselves, and then they define you, and then when you step outside... It goes of- to the same thing with Martin Luther King. I'm not definitely not calling you Martin Luther King, but it's the same... I same- No, I would never cheat on a girl. <laughs> I'm a much better person. Much better person than Marty. <laughs> that slut. <laughs> Died of motels. God damn it. Uh, Our numbers are so funny. <laughs> No, but it's just, yeah, it's just weird that like okay, you met me when I was twenty two and I was like a vegan drunk anarchist who was offended by everything, and now uh, I just don't give a shit about anything anymore because I'm older and I've fucking lived life and I realized how annoying I was back then, mm-hmm. and you weren't able to evolve. You held on to your fucking youth, not your hair, but your youth, and you fucking <laughs> now you got to come at me because I'm a different person. What if I was a Republican? I'm not, but I'm 33. You met me when I was 22. You don't get to tell me what happened over the 11 years. Maybe I got rich and I didn't like the taxes. You don't fucking know. Like, I get to change. Yeah. I get to change. And I'm like, I don't mean to be so fragile about criticism, but it's when they come at you in this way where, like... They make it seem like they're on your side, which is really gross. Yeah, like because they they're also looking out for me. Yeah, but they also haven't really been involved in your life at all, or else they would know you're being fucking an idiot on purpose. Right, and I from now on, I'm just like, I, it's just like, it's so, I have this fucking anchor around me, which is my past, which is like, there are 10 or 12 people from my past who I love dearly. And some of them are trans and some of them are gay and some of them are this and that, Mm -hmm. but they're my real fucking friends. But then they come with their friends who have been around my whole life and they, and because of social media, they keep up with what I'm doing. I don't know. What do you, I'm not Hannah Gadsby. Like, I don't know what you want me to be, but I feel like a lot of these old fucking idiot anarchist losers I used to hang around with. The only comedy special they probably watched the last year was Hannah Gadsby's. Mm -hmm. I would imagine. And even that I saw articles about how that was too fucking cisgender centered. And now she's, I told, I, I said it, I called it like. Anna Gatsby? Yeah, now she's like, people are like, enough with her. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> it's insane, man. It's insane. I don't, I, I, I deleted Facebook, I deleted Twitter because I, I, what I need to do is I need to, f- I, I, where I made a mistake and, and comedian, and former guest on this podcast, Eric Lampere, made this clear to me early, earlier, like th- almost three years ago, and I should have done this, is to, have the personal page and the fan page. And I mean, even ja- Jackie does that. Former guest of the podcast, Jackie Cation does that. Because then she posts, she's super politically charged. Mm-hmm. And on her personal page, she goes on and on and on about politics. And then people are like, don't fucking talk about politics. And she was like, that's what the fan page is for. If you don't like what the fuck I'm saying, go to the fan page. I'll post about the shows. I'll post all the light and airy shit that you want. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say whatever the fuck I want on my page. It's my personal page. That's the whole point of it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some reason, criticism from strangers is fun. 
doesn't bother me. I get real Tom Segura about because it. Because they're not trying to act like they're on your side. They're not yeah. trying to act like it's they're infiltrating from the inside. Oh, I'll I'll reach him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's that it's that arrogance that because they you guys have a, f- a mutual dead person in your life that now that they get to tell you By the, way, the kind of person that you're supposed to be. Uh, this dead person that a lot of people I'm still friends with because uh because of him and our connections and people I met through him. Yeah are forgetting how fucking gnarly that dude was <laughs> like that. He was like my best friend. He was one of the gnarliest dudes in the world right. said whatever was on his mind all the time, but mm-hmm. because he was good looking and on heroin, it was always, he got away with everything. Right. But it's just so fucking annoying to me that the thing, the reason why I got back. I mean, I to wish I had a heroin addiction and was hot. God damn it. Well, heroin makes everybody hot. There's no, no, ugly I know <laughs> there's literally, I love those fucking, those sunken eyes, dude. But it, it works for women. Makes mm-hmm. all the women look like Patty Smith. Oh my God! <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, the, one, one of my, I remember, I very specifically remember this moment in Brainwash, which is a laundry mat that had open mics in San Francisco, and I'm fucking just throat deep in just the most intolerant progressive community you could ever be in, and I remember I made this joke. I can't remember the joke, but I've referenced it on here too. One of my first jokes, it was, it wasn't funny, but it was about jerking off to Selma Hayek, but I let it seem like I was jerking off to that movie Selma because that had just come out. Oh, right. Right. And I can't. Wait, what? So So the bit is you were really jerking off to Selma Hayek, but you jerked off to Selma. I think I said I was jerking off to Desperado in the beginning of the bit. And then I just called her Selma in the middle. And I was like, Remember, it was Selma Hayek, not, I wasn't jerking off to Selma, the movie, <laughs> or something like that, and then like played with that for a minute, right. and like, what if I was jerking off to right, that, right. or you know, some shitty open mic bit, mm-hmm. but I remember people getting mad at me, and I remember being like, a, you know, like when you're like in kindergarten or whatever, and you yell something out in class, and the teacher gets mad at you, and you're like, ooh, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I remember like rediscovering what it felt like to just do whatever you wanted, or it's like when you when you date somebody and you aggravate them on purpose. We've yeah. talked about that before. It's the same. It's the same exact feeling. Yeah, it's you the, c- you couldn't do that in the community I was living in because they would literally ruin your life. They would ruin your life. They would, and what I mean by that is they would completely excommunicate if if you had if they thought you were like if they thought that you it's mild stuff like if they thought for some reason that. It's okay. I've talked. I've referenced this before. Getting a roommate, a new roommate in a house in Oakland, and and the roommate happened to be a straight white guy, and they would say it would accuse you of of racism and homophobia because you were taking housing away. Even if you knew that person and that was the perfect person for that room, they would say you're taking housing away but from people of color, people white queer at people. All? Yeah, it's mixed up, but it's mostly white, of course. I mean, because to be like this, you mostly. So it's just to, hip. So it's just like. But the there are hypocritical. there are a lot of like they push a lot of like uh, you know people of color to the forefront to be the bullhorn for that whole agenda. But so like you know, getting a roommate is controversial there. Okay, so it's like very fascist how it, it's very regulated, and so you can't be, you can't say anything that you want to say, even if you're just joking, you know, unless it's behind closed So is that part doors. of the reason you left that community? Yes. A hundred percent because it wasn't real. It was fake. It was like this where you're like, you know, like, so they kind of built, they built their own, uh, version of society within an outside. Yeah. Yeah. Society. Yeah. Their own little fascist utopia where mm-hmm. everybody's constantly getting in trouble. Right. Uh, it feels very insane and they will tell everybody, you know, that you're whatever you're racist or whatever. I mean, I never really got into too big a shit myself because I'm smart enough to nav- navigate that stuff, but I definitely wasn't being myself. Sure. You know? And so when you get on stage, except you, with when you were with your, your friend, your yeah, heroin yeah, addict, yeah, yeah, friend. Exactly. because then you guys could be gnarly together and right. he knew he wasn't going to fucking like, he wasn't going to take you seriously or he didn't think you were yeah. being a fucking monster. And now I'm getting in trouble because I didn't, wasn't brave enough to blow my fucking brains out. Like <laughs> he did the right thing, man. He fucking got out. He really got out. 
I'm jealous of him. <laughs> I was never as cool as him. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, and the, the re- what I like about comedy is that you get to just say whatever you want and you do whatever you want. People can get mad. That's fine. You're allowed to get mad. But, and, and it's kind of fun when they get mad. I mean, that's how sure. my whole set at the last show we did together started out with this woman getting so mad at me. And I got like great response from just have hashing it, hashing it out with her. Yeah, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. But like when the people who are getting mad at you feel like they have a stake in you, and also they can kind of like get into your head because it's I don't know, it's weird. It's a fragile bl- spot I have in my fucking mind where because I, I knew these people and I lived with them, and because they come from like my actual life, it gets in my head a little bit. Except for, uh, I, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just, it's just one fucking, it's not even, it's just what, people saying you're better than this. That's what it was. People telling, I like wrote that joke about the Malaysia tsunami and this girl being like, you're better than this. No, the fuck I'm not. I am just finally becoming uh, comfortable with the piece of shit I am. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. I, yeah. don't, I don't care about that stuff. And I'm done pretending to care. I do care about things, but I'm done pretending to care about every injustice in well, the and, world. And, 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 and in your defense, I, I think that's actually more admirable that you gave a fuck more about 373 people's death than a guy who jerked off in front of however many women. Probably a thousand. Ten, ten years ago. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, the fa- and it's not even about that. It's, you cared more about 373 people dying than you did about somebody getting back on stage again. Mm-hmm. Somebody that everybody is mad at for jerking off in front of women. I mean, it, to me, that, that makes sense. To it me- makes sense that death matters more you know what I mean? Like that one of them is, is I'm not saying that. I'm, and that's the other thing too, is you can't say that without you being like, now you're marginalizing what happened to those women and blah, 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 all this fucking yeah. bullshit. And it's like, no, but that's, that was a natural disaster. It was mm-hmm. a huge tragedy, a but you're mad died. because a guy went on stage. Like, do you not he, like that sounds fucking ridiculous to me. Right. Also, you and you're also being tongue in cheek. Like that's the other thing too, is there's no room I mean, how do they, how, I don't think this. I don't think this whole Twitter mob would work well in Europe. I don't think it would work well in the UK because they all they all fucking they do satire, tongue, and you can't even be like that here. Yeah, well, they definitely do shit like that. I mean, Stuart Lee got that the his opera shut down by the church and for fucking, what? Because it was blasphemous. And then uh, Chris Morris had to leave the country because he made a uh, England because he made a satire about pedophilia hysteria it's one of the funny brass eye just youtube the show brass eye and type in pedophile the greek spelling a-e-p-a-e is one of the funniest 20 minutes of television i've ever seen in my life but he had to leave the fucking country no they definitely but but when you're having to leave the country and get shut down it means they're doing shit face to face yeah uh, which is well, plus but this is also pre it also makes sense that a church would not want you to be blessed but that's see those are institutions mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. these aren't just pedophilia is an institution too <laughs> don't you dare have you not heard of the catholic church <laughs> <laughs> it, they would make it part it was it listen that was like a it's hobby. a tenant it's i guess a, <laughs> it's a tenant it's not in the institution. book it's implied i think it is in the book it has to be in the book there's no it's way one of those books they took out you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. or it's like an invisible ink at the very end and when you become a bishop they like show you the bible without the invisible you ink. get a you get a special magnifying glass yeah, yeah. or you get a lemon you. and you squeeze a lemon on it and then the, and then the burnt part comes up and it says <laughs> fuck as many kids as possible yeah the pope i can't tell you how many women in private tell me that they think this stuff with louis is too much i can't oh, tell you too. how many i can't tell you how many women i i mean it just happened on this run when i was like people would they would she'd be like um you know and, the, and they'd be real cautious about bringing it up so they this stuff about louis huh and i'm like yeah. yeah, it's insane. And then, and then they're like, "Oh, thank, thank God." I was like, and that there, and that's the thing is, it's not even that I think what he did was okay or anything remotely close to that. But it's just they want to be able to question and and like think outside of just the, the thing that everybody's repeating without being called a fucking monster. I yeah, I don't like how you can't ask questions anymore. I also don't like how being able to want to see Louie doing stand-up immediately makes you pro-rape. 
Yeah. You know, and that's basically the angle they're taking. And here's another thing. But that's how I know that's fucking ridiculous is because they even said that shit about Jackie. Jackie, who is one of the most progressive human beings I've ever fucking met in my life because she didn't care how many women were on a particular open mic. They said that she didn't, she was pro-rape and that she didn't give a fuck about women being assaulted <laughs> and shit. That's fucking yeah, ridiculous. These, yeah, these people are fucking insane. They're insane. But another thing I wanted to point out was that in the era of of donald trump and of fox news and msnbc and all that stuff nobody's changing anybody's mind anymore everybody's feet are dug in and the lines are drawn so if you are anti louis you can feel that way and you have the right and you can write whatever you want but stop going after people who aren't because you're not going to change anybody's mind. Minds don't change anymore. We're, the walls are built. And, and another thing is, though, is how this is working in his favor is he's doing his rawest. I mean, seriously, I haven't heard this, him this raw since the Opie and Anthony days. Mm -hmm. And at one point, he's like, what are you going to do? Take my fucking birthday away? My life is over. Uh, you can be offended. That's okay. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. And there's this beautiful kind of freedom to where he's at right now where nothing no matter what you can call out all his old material for using bad words you can say whatever you want about him but he's killing in that video and people are very happy to see him and i happen to know he's touring in february well, that's, been, that's been a lot of the argument is that he's taking a a uh, nick DiPaolo route and and trying to appeal to the not left where whereas before he was like before he would be like isn't it awful that these happen these things happen to women like he would seem uh he would come off more buffoonishly um talking about these things That's as opposed one to bit, though like mm -hmm. yeah he has that bit about how men are the most awful thing to happen to women mm -hmm. he's saying in that bit that he is one of the most awful things to ever happen to women. He's not taking any political stances. He's being very personal. It's not like Nick DiPaolo at all, who also I think is fucking hilarious, but I can't listen to his podcast because it's literally just a right-wing talk show, yeah. which just isn't interesting to me. I also don't listen to left-wing talk shows. It's fucking boring, mm -hmm. no matter what. But like, I would go see Nick DiPaolo live, but he's not doing that. Like, he, It's so weird because... The younger uh, people right now are so sensitive, but why do they care if they don't like him? Why do they care what he's saying? You know what it is? Is that they're worried that the part of him might be right or that people are listening to him. They're like, you know, he has a platform. Everybody freaks out about this stuff. And like, like I, whenever, that's what's so weird about the progressive people right now is that they don't want you to hear the other ideas because they're afraid you might agree with them. Ooh, you know, which mm -hmm. is just exactly how Stalin operated. I just don't understand it. Ooh, they don't scary. want you to have <laughs> access to other opinions because you might be influenced by them because they know what's right for you and Louis doesn't. Louis doesn't. He's a bad man. Everything he thinks is wrong. He doesn't know what's right. And also, but he's sitting you there. You say that, but a lot of these fucking people loved his comedy before all that shit came out. Yeah, but now he's bad. He wasn't bad before? <laughs> no, he was good then because we didn't know. But people, there, there, there were rumors about it they, for fucking but, years, but, but and they, they, and they turned a blind eye to it. They didn't turn a blind eye. You're so wrapped up in a comedy. No, I've talked to so many people who aren't comedians who had no idea until that New York Times article. I mean, those rumors were like industry rumors. They mm -hmm. weren't. They weren't like mainstream rumors. Yeah. Nobody read fucking bust i don't know whatever it was uh it was back then now because of facebook all that stuff gets shared and now any blog could get a million views in a day if it has the right opinion or whatever i don't know but i, I just find it a very it's a very kind of scary time because you start to feel like you don't have a home because it's like well i'm not going to become a fucking republican just because i don't like how progressives are acting mm -hmm. but then it's just like well where do you go right now if you don't want to like be so extreme it's insane i feel like that and i and i don't even do anything that's really all that extreme i mean that's the that's where a lot of the fear it resides is be, is because i don't want i don't want these fucking people trying to 
tell me something that I'm not or try to accuse me of shit that I didn't do or all this other stuff. You know what I mean? Or try to tell me the kind of person that I am based on uh, 120 characters or less. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Well, we both need to, I mean, we chose a public path, so no, and I get that. Get I'm that. still going to do like, I'm still going to do it. Me too. But I mean, gotta, yeah, you gotta get over it. But I mean, the thing that bothers me though, is that the people who are, but you know, and the, controlling the other- our money line, the people who control our access to money, all mostly have this one opinion, and they kind of are into a lot of this bullshit that's going on. And so it's like, well, how so? Who do, who are you talking about? You're talking about like Comedy Central, or are you talking about like yeah, like 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 when you, like industry is into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, industry is very left, mm-hmm. left leaning. Sure, and so they're down with a lot of this bullshit that's going on. They're left-leaning, but they're still all fucking disgusting. Were you trying to act like these people didn't know all these fucking horrible dudes that have been doing horrible they shit? They were already the making beginning. money, though. I'm talking about like who's getting in now is mm-hmm. is an exact representation of every blog you read, like the way the industry is going right now. So it's very scary to be like, hey, a good comic challenges everything, but uh, you guys don't seem to be into that at all. So what what are we gonna? How do I make? How do I make money? I don't. I don't. I don't know where to go. Yeah. I don't want to be associated with right wing. But then again, I don't think. I don't think there's still. I think there's outliers to that. I don't think like Joe Rogan adheres to any of that shit. But he's not or, involved with the industry. He's an outsider. And so is Joey Diaz. But I'm saying they they're still making money because guess what? People still want to have their ideas challenged. Yeah. People but, still want to hear outlandish shit. They still want to hear people be ignorant on purpose. Right. But you got to be uh, on the biggest podcast in the world in order to do that. You got to luck. You got to win that lottery. That lottery is even smaller than the you know you're like the all the other lotteries. Like you're now like now I the only way I can make is if I win the Joe Rogan lottery. I just also think that because Louis was in a very comfortable place before the New York Times article was released that now with him having this really shitty year it's just like how I remember I went through a really horrible breakup and I wrote so much good material immediately after sure he's fine but that's what I'm saying I I feel like this I'm not even considering him as a human being with what is upsetting me Uh it's about how other people are acting Around this controversy, but, that, but you just you've controversy, controversy. I just turned into a lesbian. <laughs> I heard Cameron Esposito is single. Controversy, <laughs> but you just said earlier it's okay for people to be upset and mad and stuff like that. Like he, they're obviously not affecting him. St- he's still getting to go up. Well, I mean, they are affecting him. If he's fucking only working governors right now when he was working <laughs> the Beacon Theater in the Westbury. Well, he's just coming back. Give him a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm not worried about him. I could give a shit about him, really. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, at the but end of the day, he's just that's what I'm saying. You some... just said everybody's allowed to be mad at no, him. No, of course they're allowed to be mad, but they can't. But... Well, Stop. Now they're getting mad at you just because you make no, a no, joke no. about it? Is they're, that what yeah, you're mad at? No, they're allowed to be mad, but stop attacking other people like with like like trying to get people in trouble for disagreeing with them. That's what bothers me. Like I get mad at stuff and I complain about stuff, but I don't try to get people in trouble. You know, I don't try to like expose especially nothings. Nothings. But like, yeah, every you can't he's such a pariah. Bill Burr is in for a world of hurt if he puts this Louis bit on his special. He's it's he's gonna Are you kidding me? He, he won't. I bet you a million dollars. He's Dave Becky's gonna is his manager. He's gonna stop him from doing that. There's no way because it's not smart. It is not it's not gonna work for him. He's gonna it's not gonna be good. It's what do you mean? Again, the people that would be mad about that bit. Pete Davidson's on stage right now making jokes about how he wished Louis C.K. was dead. If I'm getting, if people are screenshotting tweets of mine that are regarding Louis and I'm a nobody with 500 fucking followers who's hosting in a frozen lake for the next week, Mm -hmm. then the controversy that Bill Burr is courting, he isn't going to want. It's, I don't think we're in an era right now where even he can, I think it's gonna fuck with his money if he does that. Loot. I really do. I think it's, I hope he does it. I, I mean, I hope he does, but it's gonna. It's not gonna be good for him. It's not gonna be like the the Tom Segura R word fucking controversy. Even that was two years ago. I can't imagine what that would be like now. Like if that Tom Segura special came out now, because it's it's getting so 
so out of hand. We'll see. I, I, Louis seems to be this really emotional thing for society, where like when he guy the guy can't take a shit without the New York Times putting an article about him. I'm really interested because for those of you who don't know, Bill Burr's doing like a 12 minute bit about Louis, and that's all you need to know because I'm not gonna fucking tell his bits. It's not out yet. Yeah. But I know he recorded a special recently, or he's getting ready to. I'd be. He's I, been running his hour at the store. Yeah, and has he been doing that? Well, you've been out from, of town. From what I heard, he has been. From, yeah. from the birds at the store that have told me. Yeah, we'll see. I, I I expect a lot of articles being like, "Oh, is this what we need? Another fifty-something-year-old white man complaining about how rapists are being treated?" I just expect like article after article after article after article of that. Who knows? We'll see. It's his fucking, it's the ball's in his court. He's still, I mean. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think people who already support Bill Burr are going to stop supporting Bill Burr because he has a bit about Louis. Right. It'll never, t- he'll still sell out Madison Square Garden the day after, but like he'll have his podcast and he'll have, but I wonder what happens with F is for family. You know that, uh, and the acting gigs he gets. And oh, the, right. the auxiliary shit. He'll mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah. As far as his fan base is concerned, he'll be more of a hero to his fan base. But I just wonder about that. And he seems to be, from what I can, I don't listen to his podcast anymore, but when I used to listen to it, he seems to be really in love with getting, you know, a spot on a movie here or there. Yeah. And, and being a little flirty with being uh, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder if that dries up. F is for family might be fine because Vince Vaughn produces that and he's like an actual registered Republican. Is he really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, I he, that. he did a conserv. He produced a conservative comedy tour. He did? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The he, Wild he was- West comedy tour with John Caparillo and fucking Sebastian Maniscalco like 15 years ago? I think it was called Wild West. Yeah. It wasn't conservative. How do those? Uh, John Caparillo is the guy who got with the, wears the hat. Talks yeah. Those kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, maybe I'm wrong about that, but he, I know for a fact he's uh, he's. He, I mean, he's in every article about Hollywood conservatives. Mm-hmm. Like Den- they always say, like Dennis Leary, Vince Vaughn. It'd be interesting to see what happens because it's like uh, people are pretty fucking nuts right now. It's really insane. You know what this woman said to me last night when I did a I did that joke about um, what the dark web assassination wage gap mm-hmm. this you know how a woman laughed at the joke last night she goes that's that's okay that's funny that's okay oh, she that's gave gross. me permission for my joke that's where then that was like my first time performing east of the 101 but not in pasadena in a long time don't give me fucking permission jesus oh i wish i had never heard the ramones that's that's what i wish why? Because you hear the Ramones and then I'm like, hey, I'll throw away 10 years of my life and then put this albatross across my neck that I have to drag for the rest of my life <laughs> because of all the other fucking idiots who like this band. Uh, your favorite kind of music ruined your life. <laughs> uh-huh. Everything I like has ruined my life. <laughs> Everything I like has ruined my life. Comedy's not helping my life <laughs> at all. Comedy is not a good thing for me. If I went to see a do- like a, either a mental or physical doctor, they would say, this thing you're doing is hurting you. <laughs> Stop <laughs> doing it. You want to do the gripe of the week? Sure. It's the gripe of the week. It's, it's the, the gripe, gripe of, of the week. week. Gripe of the week from Dave Yates is funeral homes with ominous clocks that bong extra creepy, creepy on the hour. Is that really necessary? We're already surrounded by dead people. We get it. You don't have to make the Why the are you clock spending so much creepy. time in funeral homes? Uh, maybe he's got a bunch of people that died recently. I mean, he's got to be more than once. They all died at the same time. That still should be one trip to the funeral home, right? No, Brian. That's not, they don't do a fucking... <laughs> Groupon? <laughs> they don't do a Groupon for dead people. <laughs> But to make a, I think that they always do that the chapels and stuff like that. I think it, I, I think it's not really the bong. I think the bong's the same. I think the fact that the death is around it is what makes it creepier. You know, yeah, the it, death is what makes it sound weird. I it's think not, you know, it'd be creepier than the bong is if a cuckoo came out, cuckoo, like during the middle of the eulogy. Cuckoo. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she always had such a great sense of humor. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. cuckoo. <laughs> Yeah, who, uh, yeah, that sounds, I mean, hopefully that's not like a common pet, I, I mean, I hope you're not in a funeral home that much. But I, th- I still think it's a context. I think it just sounds like angelic when it's just, you know, like those big cathedral, like bells and shit sure, like that. yeah, yeah. Those sound different, and, except when you're there for dead people. You know, if like if you're at a church or whatever. Yeah. Jay Wolf's gripe of the week is people who say see you next year on New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's annoying, but I mean, 
That's I, one of those like uh, that's one of those like chit chat things that people do. So it's like a stock line. It's like a society stock line. Yeah. Where, yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, or like it, when somebody says they've lost a lot of weight, they're like, "Would you get divorced?" <laughs> or uh, I lost sixty five pounds in a British casino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it is aggravating. I, I, it, but for some reason, I have nothing to say about it. Mm-hmm. I want, I want to go off on that, but like, yeah, that's just a little too George Carlin minutia for me. <laughs> I just don't care. Also, okay, I'll tell you what I really thought when I heard that is like, oh, somebody has people to hang out with on New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. All right? I'm holding back. Oh, you you sang old Lane Zion with somebody? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know where I was? I was sitting in a green room alone. Brian's jealous that somebody said, see you next year. Somebody said something to you. Samuel Priest's gripe of the week is people that expect you to hurry up, hurry up or hurry down an escalator. Well, I think their escalators are... are Move, Move to the right. Yeah, those are there's two sides. Yeah, uh, you yeah. stay to one side if you're going to stand, and then you go to the other side if you're going to if you're going to move it up. It sounds or down. like this is a person who's violating the system, and what's happening is other people are stomping down the back of their legs because they're uh, they're standing in the wrong spot. Like nobody's asking you to hurry; they're asking you to move over to the right. And if I'm right about this, then you are one of my biggest pet peeves. <laughs> you don't have to talk to whoever the fuck you're talking to side well, by side. Also, you could just say, "Excuse me." You don't have to hurry. Everybody up and down. has headphones now. You got to tap them now. Mostly, got to tap them. Can't hear. Excuse you. That's got to be hard for people who don't like to be touched. Yeah. So fucking learn the system. Get over to the right. I just because you're on an escalator doesn't mean you have to stop moving. That's so fucking lazy to me. It's like it's already carrying you. You can't put <laughs> any effort in at all. That happened on the people mover when I had I had like maybe nine minutes to go from to go like I think it was like forty terminals at an airport and it was on the people mover. So I was like running forty gates. Forty gates. That'd yeah, be, it was like what fucking 40 airport? Ter- yeah. <laughs> you at? It was an entire country. Yeah. It was an airport. <laughs> and uh, and I was running, and there were just people that were just standing, and I just kept going, "Excuse me, excuse me," just so I could keep running on the people mover. Yeah, because so I could you know because you double you double the. the, the the coverage yeah absolutely it's like it's like full sprinting yeah yeah it's very annoying it's just like the the least the little bit of effort people are just oh my god they're like isn't this great we don't have to move at all <laughs> you fucking cattle i also like just moving on a people mover because it makes you feel like you're like super speed i i like uh the feeling when you're running on it when you're late and you're running on it and then you kind of have to jump off it but you, and then it, it's like you hit the brakes like you yeah, pulled the it's knee almost like you blow your knees out <laughs> because yeah. you like plant into that ground you really plant hard like, like the way a like, long what are you doing jumper the shop? does yeah long jump yeah. <laughs> Some, somebody just comes up and marks it <laughs> see how far you got off of tear up all your cls all your cls your acl your bcl your, your mcl <laughs> Mike Devro's gripe of the week is Twitter captions on Instagram. Oh, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that because I really, I, I will. I mean, the Stanhope one was interesting. If you're Doug Stanhope, I want to see what you have to say, and I don't have Twitter, so that's fine. But for 99 percent of the time, it's like, hey, dog, this is Instagram. This isn't Twitter. Show me a picture, bro. Yeah. You want to keep, keep those words? Put them in the caption. Keep your tweets off Instagram. And I realize that it's mostly women that do this because more women, women, it's way easier. No, I see a lot. No, hundred percent. I see a lot of guys Dude, that do it. No, I'm telling you because it's it's been fucking proven. Through actual analysis that women, are, it's way easier for them to build a following on Instagram than it is on Twitter because people rather, a lot of dudes rather look than listen. And so the average follower on Instagram for a woman is like double what a guy can get, if not triple or quadruple. And it so I think. It doesn't have anything to do with no, the ratio of be- men to women p- like posting their tweets. No, it I does. See a you're not letting me guys. finish my fucking sentence. Fuck kind of guys do it no, too. You're, uh, just because guys do it doesn't mean it's more. Wi- it's not more women. It is more women because nobody's looking at their fucking Twitters. So they're, they're nobody's looking at their account. 
So they fucking bring their Well, that's also just because Instagram is hot Instagram. right now. I'm telling you, man. It's because the women have less followers on Twitter that they do it. You don't see Sarah Silverman doing it. Sarah Silverman has 4 million Twitter followers. She doesn't have to fucking do that shit. She just keeps her Instagram shit Instagram shit. If anything, she might put her Instagram shit on her Twitter because she has less people on Instagram. For some reason, people want to hear what she has to say. I mean, not for some reason because she has a lot of things to say. But, uh, yeah, no, I, all the people I'm thinking of in my mind right now who do this pretty much are all women. I also see guys take shirtless pictures, but I think the majority of IG hoes are women. <laughs> well, when you call them IG hoes. A guy could be a hoe. <laughs> Any guy who has a tattoo where his pubic hair grows is a hoe. <laughs> this podcast was worth it just for that long. <laughs> Buddha excuse gripe of the week is New Year's resolutions. Are you a resolution guy? Kind of. I'm, but Really? Th- not new. Uh, but the thing is, almost every three months I have a breakdown and I make a list on how to fix it. So it's not really tied in with the New Year's. Mm-hmm. But I definitely make lists that I try to stick to of goals frequently. And I try because I try, like whatever Do I'm you? doing now is not working and there definitely needs to be a change. Uh-huh. And so I'm not anti resolutions i'm anti putting your resolutions in public i think you should keep that personal why because then you can be held accountable nobody's holding you if everybody's doing it, it's like i can't keep up with what everybody put i can't call but then it doesn't matter the ones you remember you're like oh hey how's that thing going you said you were doing and they're like ah i'm a piece of shit i didn't do it i don't i don't think that works i i think a lot accountability of people- does because people don't like to be shamed no i i still i mean if if like people say that all the time about quitting smoking but like I I told people a million times before I really quit that I was quitting, and then they were like, "Oh, you're smoking again?" I'm like, "Yeah, the addiction is way stronger than shame. <laughs> <laughs> way stronger." But now I'm three years clean. Had a boy. Um, but yeah, no, I am into resolutions. I think it's a good. See, I'm not. I'm I think not. it's a good thing. I think it's hacky. It doesn't. I think if you want to, I just. Oh, it's. I always get annoyed that everybody feels the need to do it all at the same time. Like I don't. I don't think it. I think that's why so many people fail. Yeah, I, they I'm should just in- when somebody decides that they need to fix something, they should just do it right then and there. Right, but this is the time. I mean, I agree with you personally, but I, I don't mind that other people do it because most people are group creatures and they only can do things as a group, and that's like a survival thing. In fact, like people who are loners who are on the outside, like uh, we usually don't survive. Because we don't work well with groups, and then you're just out there alone. So I think that's, that, not, that's, that's fine. That's not true. It's fine now. I'm t- I'm going way, 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 way back. Mm-hmm. Like it's better to group up, you know, when you're right. living outside and shit. But, oh sure. Um, but so what I'm, I I think people just make sense of people to groups, and I don't. Th- res- nobody ever makes a resolution to like rape or like do heroin like it's like people are trying to make positive decisions and if a billion people write down 10 positive things they want to do with their life and a million people stick to it that's a million people making healthy choices why would i get mad at that i'm not, I'm not mad at people making healthy decisions i don't just- participate in it like that because it, it is it feels like hacky i get that i'm with you on that but like i don't mind it doesn't bother me it just doesn't make that way. Why do they have to do the same at the same time? Because they want to be doing stuff together. People They're not really doing it together. They're not going to the gym together. I They're not fucking. Yeah, sure. Maybe the first two weeks. Sure. sure. That's, that's how it goes for most people. But some people probably stick to it. And, and that was the motivation. And they have to go fucking alone. They have to go it alone if they really want to do it. Because you, sure. you can't have your hand held through this entire process of any kind of self-improvement. I agree. But, I, I mean, again, like, it's the gym, dog. Like, why are we getting <laughs> mad at people going to the gym? I'm not mad at them. I'm, I'm not mad at them for trying to improve themselves. I'm mad at them for them it having to be like, so then if it's July and you want to fix something, you got to wait all the way until January to fucking to do anything about it. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if they're they're. I mean, I, what do you want me to say? Yeah, they're fucking. They're just another fish in the school, man. Shut these, up. These That's fucking lemmings. No, I'm with you. I understand. Yeah, everybody's a spineless cunt. I I agree. <laughs> Everybody is a hundred percent. Nobody has ever except added- when they're on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> then everybody's got balls. Right. Yeah. No, nobody's ever had an idea. Nine people have had ideas. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has just followed them. It's I agree, but I you know I also might fucking join a gym this month. Yeah, a boy. 
Get Might it. Just be what but you I did do. it this month. You didn't start on January. You didn't start today on January first. No, I I started exercising in the middle of December. But I, I mean, it, it, what makes me better? I specifically started exercising in December so that I wouldn't start exercising in January, <laughs> which is still living a New Year's resolution centered life. Yeah. So I'm still participating. I don't know. I have nothing to fucking. I stink. <laughs> I fucking stink. Who do you think got the grape of the week? The um uh the one that I uh, Twitter captions? Yeah, on Instagram. Keep that shit off. Keep Instagram is a positive place. Twitter is a fucking cancer. Keep your cancer off of Instagram. Keep keep Instagram funny and light. See, I think see you next year is way more annoying than than Twitter captions because you can just scroll by them. When somebody says that to you, you have to hear it because they say it to you. Well, then give it to them. I don't care. I've picked like the last 10. That's so true. Just- All right. <laughs> Jay Wolf. Jay Wolf. W-U-L-F-F. Wolf. Is right. It's, it's not Wolf. It's Wolf, right? No, I think it's Wolf. All right. Jay Wolf. You got gripe of the week, baby. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Tell other people about us that you think would be into it. NoSirPod.com at NoSirPod on all the assorted social media at the funny Carmen at Brian J. Vokey on Instagram only. <laughs> Email us if you want to, NoSirPod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate the fuck out of you. Happy New Year, everybody. Love you. No, sir, I don't like it. 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 What the fuck is the fucking matter? 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 I don't like it. I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. What the fuck is the fucking matter? What are you stupid or what? What the fuck? 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 No, sir, I don't like it.